Welcome everybody to Off the Cuff ABQ. I'm Dinah Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. You're listening to Off the Cuff ABQ, not for the easily offended on KDAZ 96.9 FM 700 AM. So this is us day one, day two, day day three three on the job. We're still here. We're still here. And we're not going anywhere. And we're not going anywhere. So we, so we, had, we have a couple of highlights. So if you go to our website called offthecuffabq.com, you'll find a series of... A series of buttons at the top of the page that will direct you and where you can go. Uh, on the top, you'll see where it says listen live, be a guest, you know, advertise with us. There's all kinds of buttons of stuff. They're really easy. It's user-friendly. Please use it. Yes, please use it. And the free on-air shout-outs, that's essentially like a free advertisement. So you as a small business owner, you could go onto our website and click on the free on-air shout-outs and click to advertise your your business. You could, you could give a shout-out to your neighborhood. You could give a shout-out to your mom, your grandma. How about your husband? Your husbands, your <laughs> wives, whatever. Uh, yeah, they're just free shout outs because we're a localized show and well, well, we're conservatives and we just, we can't help ourselves sometimes. <laughs> but if you're serious, if you're this kind of serious person, you will click on the button that says advertise with us. This That's is for right. serious inquiries only. <laughs> and here's where you, where you will be advertised on our show officially on our platform Now, let's say you don't have a small business but would still like to support Off the Cuff ABQ and its mission, not censor its speech, but support its mission, the content and its mission. And let's remind everybody what our mission is, is that at Off the Cuff ABQ, it is the next level of conservative talk radio created, produced, and hosted by women on a local platform. You can look everywhere. You can look up and down FM, up and down AM, and you won't find anything like this. Ha ha. Ha ha. ha, ha. Nowhere on <laughs> FM or AM. It's super unique. We also operate as a powerful instrument of dissent from the attack and censorship of conservative values. In other words, in other words, we're the all-American woman. This is what we look like. And we're from New Mexico, and we don't apologize for it. And ever, ever, and and if it offends you, well, well then this show is not for the easily show offended. It's not for the easily <laughs> offended, and you ought to click off or log off or uh, change the dial to somewhere else. So yeah, we're here. This is us day three. We're super happy to be here. And speaking of off the cuff, abq.com website, somebody you know, clicked on the button for free advertising. It was Sharfie down from the South Valley of Albuquerque. Oh, that dude down there past Rio Bravo, yeah. Uh, well, it's actually past uh, uh, Pajarito, so it's south on Coors, uh, just south of Pajarito, and there's what you call Black Mesa Barbecue, and they got good barbecue in the South Valley. Mm. So uh, Sharfie signed in, he clicked on it, and he, he said, yeah, give me a shout-out. I'm here in the South Valley, and I got good barbecue. So that's coming from Sharfie. So again, if you want some free advertising, click on that <laughs> shout-out button. You got to go to www. That's the World Wide Web. It's super long. Off the cuff, ABQ. And we're right there. Easy. Easy, easy, easy. So off the cuff, ABQ, again, we're day three on the job and we're super excited to be here. Uh, We have a lot of ideas. We have a lot of um, uh, different opportunities that we are going to be able to take off the cuff, ABQ, in. Uh, We're getting great guests. We're getting new guests. We are highlighting New Mexico musicians. Authors. Authors. Artists. Artists. All kinds of stuff. I mean, this is a place to be for real. 
So originally when, when this idea of off the cuff ABQ came to light, you know, we, you know, we had, I had thought of it as like maybe having a different co-host every day or something like this. And so in the spirit of having the view of, of several different people, we're having what you call a freestyle Friday. So on Fridays, we're going to open up our platform so that other people could essentially serve as our co-host. And so, um, so off the cuff, it's, uh, it's, it's a baby. It's in its baby steps, but we're going to be giants in the conservative airwaves on in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, we got an email from somebody from Hobbs, New Mexico, telling us about some other whistleblower uh, lawsuit that's happening uh, in the spirit that that is detrimental to our culture, to our children, and all kinds of sorts. So we're looking at her to be a guest. If you are somebody who thinks that you're interesting uh, or good enough to be on FM as as our guest, well, and you're a New Mexican, and you're a New Mexican, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not really interested in 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 people from from California. They're horrible drivers oh. on the road. I saw one yesterday. <laughs> They're all over the place. They're all over the place. They always want to cut you off for any whatever reason. Yeah. So it's New Mexicans. It's totally. So we're all about New Mexicans. We're not. We're not in particular too concerned with uh, California or their bright ideas. If it was up to us, we would be like, just stay over there. Yes. And we'll say that to California's face. Absolutely. We'll say it to California's face. <laughs> so, anyways, so we got somebody super special coming in. Um, to be a guest, her name is... Oh, Carla Sontag, yeah. Yes, she's from New Mexico Business Coalition. Um, so there's been a bunch of bills that are being passed and that, that, that some of them are, are New Mexican-friendly, New, Mexico, uh, New Mexican business-friendly, and others not so much. And those bills we're going to be discussing about, well, both of them, what's good for New Mexico, what's bad for New Mexico, and is there still a fence around the roundhouse? Well, what do you think? I mean, I passed by there, and there is a fence, and it's filled with security of all kinds, especially the state police. So, it sounds like a port of entry. Uh, totally, yeah, and, and that, that's supposed to be our house where we can just walk in there and see. You know how many ancestors I have sitting up there? Their busts right there. They have our family name, and, and I think to myself, wow, this is our place, and we can't even come in here. And this legislature thing, the way it's going, it's it's. They have a fence around it. They meet in secret. They uh, make decisions at midnight or one o'clock in the morning when everybody's dead, exhausted, and gone, probably. But it's a deep, dark secret in that house now. I know you wake up in the morning and you're like, voila, everything's just changed, just like that. All of a sudden, Don Diego de Vargas, he's torn down. He's been living in some resident's backyard for I don't know how long. And I take great exception to that, especially as a Spanish woman from New Mexico. I mean, I was born here, a product of ourselves, been here over 500 years. And he's an ancestor. And then then I shed a little tear for Don Diego de Vargas and forget about it. You know, yeah. it's like I got to I got to I got to disconnect my entire fake book account because everyone wants to attack me. And why not everyone? Mm-hmm. Well, we know who. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, even all the statues they took down everywhere, they were all. Don Diego. Well, and Onate here in Old Town. Oh, yeah. I was right there. That's right. From yeah. a museum. Yeah, I might add. Museum. I might add from a museum. Mm-hmm. From a museum, they come down and they come down. And I'm talking about liberals. Mm-hmm. I'm talking these organizations that that were fully funded, that had uh, people on the ground to tear down these statues and the four people being prosecuted for uh, for the ones in Santa Fe happened to be Anglos with with Anglo names, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the way it goes. So. Well, I, I want to take this chance now to actually thank our sponsors, Diane. I'm really you know proud of the people that have joined our efforts. I want to thank Semco from Berlin and give a shout out to Ty and Neil there and to Cherub Initiatives and also the Real Conference. 
Yes, thank you very, very much. And so we'll be right back. You're, we'll be right back. Yeah. We'll be right back. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> You're listening to Off the Cup, ABQ.com, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. And thank you for riding with us. Hi, my name is Christina. And I'm Kenneth Garza, and we are the founders of the Cherub Initiative, a nonprofit organization. We help abortion minded women choose life with alternative resources away from abortion. Find out more about us at cherubinitiative.epizy.com and remember to click the donate button. Again, that is cherubinitiative.epizy.com. Preserving life, one baby at a time. Saving lives, one mom at a time. Everybody, you're listening to Off the Cuff ABQ. We're exclusively aired at KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Dinah Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. And we are your hosts. This show is not for the easily offended, but uh, it, it, it is us living out the all-American dream because we woke up after the fallout of 2020 election and we said, let's go be on the radio again. Let's, let's say something. Because we totally like it on here. It's good to see all of you. So up next, uh, we have on the phone with us uh, from New Mexico Business Coalition. We have Carla Sontag, actually. Hi, Carla. Good morning, ladies. Hi. How are you? Uh, doing good. Barely surviving the legislative session, but... Still breathing. Yes, yes. I know last year was challenging, but New Mexico Business Coalition never stopped seeking what's best for New Mexico, including safely opening businesses so New Mexicans can provide for their families. And that's no different from this year. I know you guys are out there. You got boots on the ground. You're covering. You're tracking these bills. Um, what, I mean, what's happening? Give us, uh, give us an outlook from like, I don't know, 20 feet above. Well, you know, I'll tell you, we've got some wonderful legislators serving. Uh, they're doing a good job, and they are looking out for the interests of New Mexico. But we have a lot that are not, and it is very problematic. It's kind of feeling like a death by a thousand cuts right now. They're going after taxes and new regulation and all kinds of ways that are going to stop businesses from being able to operate effectively in our state. It sounds dreadful, dreadful. So yeah, it is, and you know we we try to focus on the positive, and uh, but you know we're just spending way too much time being defensive this time, and that means trying to kill the really bad legislation. Yeah, and 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 it's especially hard this year because uh, people aren't able to go to the roundhouse. I know years before, every day is like designated for something, so there's always like this, um, like this traditional aspect of, of of the legislative session opening. That's where you get to you know watch people be sworn in. You get to visit with them. You get to go see them in their office. You get to see them on the floor in uh, you know in the Senate. All of this kinds of stuff. You get to see your government in action you get to sit in well you know we're like like the audience right it's it's like this huge theater and you're just looking down and you're watching these people represent you and now it's it's like we can't even witness that there was a time you know like my grandpa used to come from santa fe he'd go check out a couple of the days in santa fe and come back and tell everybody what he saw now whether it was completely accurate or not the uh the roundhouse used to be open to us new mexicans so that we could give our input and maybe say hey all of these bills you're passing they're not beneficial to businesses what are some of the bad policies being 
um, peddled around uh, that's bad policies for New Mexico? Well, they're in trying to increase a lot of taxes, and there's new regulation. What's concerning about that is, for example, yesterday I was on a legislative call that had to do with raising taxes, and they're looking at the high-income earners. Okay, that doesn't impact the majority of us. But what they forget is that business owners, 85% of them have their business taxes at their personal income level. So they're going to be at a higher tax rate, and what that means is they're not just raising taxes on personal income. This is yet another attack against business. And so what does that mean? That means that our entrepreneurs are probably more likely to close down and move to a different state. Texas has no income taxes. Right. So can you imagine the difference that they could make if they operate out of Texas than New Mexico? Oh, yeah, definitely. But, you know, by a long shot, the... Uh, that's just a prime example of bad policies for New Mexico because, again, it's like, where's the incentive? Like, that's right. And I mean, they know, just take people, incentive away. Right, and you don't realize the sacrifice that business owners make. Some people view them as just the really rich. Well, some are and some aren't. And I can tell you, we have a business owner, as an example, during this whole pen- pandemic, she's not received a paycheck. And it's not because she's independently wealthy. Number one, she wanted to make sure she was taking care of her employees, first and foremost. Secondly, she's fortunate to have a husband that has a job that can support her. So she doesn't have money just pouring out of her ears. She made the sacrifice, as many business owners do, to take care of others first. And I think we just need to give business owners a little more credit than we currently do at times. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's going on in the in the crime department? I saw, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it was HJR4, Conditions for Denial of Bail. Do you, do you know anything about this? Well, yeah, they don't want to entertain a lot of the crime bills. And part of their problem... I just talked to somebody that is involved with our prisons, and our prison population is down by a third. Uh, And why is that? That is because we have relaxed the standards to keep people incarcerated, and we're putting them back on the streets. We've done this bail issue before, and the Business Coalition fought it to the very end because we knew what was going to happen. When they put people back on the streets without bail, They don't have any means of getting them back. I don't think people realize how much the bail industry did to make sure that somebody that had broken the law would show up for their hearings. We don't have that oversight very effectively handled right now. And so we have a lot more of the criminals on the street not showing up for their uh, appointments that they need to keep with the court or their probation officer Crime, as you have seen in the paper and in the news, is out of control. It's out of control. Yes. Violent crime all day long. And and it's not like your run-of-the-mill. I mean, it just keeps getting uh, extreme, more extreme, more extreme. I mean, they're literally finding bodies just dumped in the middle of the road. Uh, They're letting people out within, you know, 
a very short amount of time. They're reoffending. They're committing these very violent uh, crimes. Uh, crime, violent crime rate is on the rise in Albuquerque. All we have to do is look around and know that at some point, like you're either going to be violated by your, you know, your property, uh, you're going to get your car stolen, or or a violent act is going to be committed uh, upon you. Yeah, and you know, I was born and raised in Albuquerque, and this is my home, but I don't feel safe here. There's no place in the city where you can just feel safe. We've got in every neighborhood, there's uh, home invasions going on in the middle of the day. In the middle of the day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was coming out of a big box store and I got approached by, um, by a homeless panhandler, or at least what appeared to be one. And so it wasn't just can I have some change or some food or, hey, why lie, I need a drink you know, kind of like 99 cent shopping. It was like, hey, do you have six bucks I could borrow? And I was just like, well, how are you going to pay me back? <laughs> and I'm know, not. That's what I wish six the bucks. state was looking at, helping our homeless, helping people get back on their feet, because we've got a growing problem there, and it's not getting any better. And instead of focusing on where we can take more money from people. And it's not just business owners, but individuals. You know, we're seeing costs go up on everything. And every time they raise taxes or regulation fees on businesses, businesses don't have any choice but to raise their prices. Right. So every time you go to the store, you're paying more for stuff. And even if it's not produced here, you've got to pay more because now these people have to pay higher wages, they have, we're looking at all kinds of mandates for paid sick leave. We support that. We've got paid sick leave, and we take really good care of our people. Not all businesses can afford that, and putting these mandates on these little tiny businesses is going to drive them out of business. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and New Mexicans are very good at taking care of, of, of their employees, of their people, um, we've, as New Mexicans, we've always had a big heart and, and we've never been champions of bad business, never been champions of bad business, only champions of good businesses. This is why you see these long generational, f um, family owned companies still in business to this day because they champion the policies of, of, of good employers. They do. And you know, even if they are only providing for themselves and their families, they're still contributing to the welfare of our state. Absolutely. Because they are employed and they're taking care of people. And then some of them can afford to maybe hire one employee. Well, that's one more person that can take care of themselves and their families. And that's how it multiplies. And we would love to see more legislators focusing on that, giving people opportunities to create jobs and take care of their families rather than beating them over the head all the time with give us more money, do this, do that. It just doesn't work in the long run. Right, right. It just doesn't work. So HB 20, the Healthy Workplace Act, what's that about? Well, there's a, so a lot of these bills at this point are um, moving forward and being merged with other bills. That one started out to be where they want uh, paid sick leave. Um, but we've got other measures up there where it's not just paid sick leave, it's paid time off. Um, and then there's also a bill that is allowing people to make claims 
on workers' comp if they're a first responder for COVID without proving that they got COVID on the workplace. Right. And that is not, you know, workers' comp is designed for injuries. And we want to take care of employees if they get injured on the job. But we can't have that fund covering viruses. I mean, what's next? The flu? The sniffles. The (laughs) The sniffles. I got the sniffles, right? Yeah. And so, you know, when you go outside of what is working well to try to morph it into something bigger and better, it often will cause that system to fail. Yeah, and then then bankrupt it and bankrupt it. Yes, and we have a lot of private workers' comp funds in the state, and they're just having a heart attack right now at the thought of what that would mean to their fund. So, again, we're just looking down the wrong barrel of a gun, and it's going to go off and take our heads, and we just need to take a breath and look at ways to build people up and build our economy instead of beating them down all the time. Yes, build us up, build us up. So if you guys are just tuning in, you're listening to Off the Cuff ABQ. You can find us at offthecuffabq.com. We are exclusively aired on KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. And on the line with us today is Carla from the New Mexico Business Coalition. So if you're just tuning in, Carla's uh, been going over uh, good policy and bad policy being uh, passed and uh, tabled and moved through the roundhouse for the 2021 legislative session. That ends uh, March 20th? Yes, at noon. At noon. So it's real particular, like all of these um, uh, traditions and, and the way the house is, is ran or run or whatever. It's, it's all very traditional. I used to enjoy going to the roundhouse. We talked about this earlier, but it since has a barrier uh, between the public and our government. So you, so, so you can't even enter the roundhouse to go and, and maybe advocate for or against a bill because that's kind of like the... Um, uh, that's what you do when you go. You go lobbying. You, you know, you go, you, you know, you talk to your representatives, you talk to surrounding representatives or, or senators, and, and you kind of plead your case. And you go and you sign in or you call or you email and all of this. It just seems like the public is just, it's just, well, government one, people zero. Yes, Again. That is right. With the fence around the Capitol, they do have ways that you can watch online what's going on. But voicing your opinion is very, very challenging. The House is a little more um, friendly to the public than the Senate. The Senate, it's almost impossible to be able to say anything. And that is not what the system is designed to be, and it's harmful because we've got bad stuff being rammed through, and the public can't say much about it. Right. Wow, that's a lot to take in. So uh, what other bills should uh, should we be following or know that that's maybe not in the spirit of New Mexico? What about this HB 81, unlawful weapons while trafficking? What does that even mean? Uh, that one I'm not familiar with. I'm not sure. They, um, there's a lot of bills that I think that one had to do with if a criminal has a gun. There has been an attempt to make sure that 
if someone has been committed of crimes, that they're not reoffending and being armed at the time because we're seeing these reoffenses are becoming more violent. So it may be dealing with that. Um, right, right. We've had a multitude of bills put in to help uh, stop or at least reduce the crime in our state, and they're not getting much of an audience. Many of them are not being heard by the committee that they're in, even the first committee. Several of them have been tabled, which means they've been laid down not to be heard from again. Mm -hmm. There's a way to get them back off the table and get them moving, but it's not very likely. And it's not easy. It's not easy. Because if you want to kill something, you kill it in committee. Right. You put it right there at the at the bottom of the stack. Is that how it goes? The bottom of the stack, to never yes. yeah yeah to never be heard of. So yeah, so there's some wild um, titles of of some of these bills. Additional uh, violent uh, um, uh, felonies. They want a reconsideration for habitual felony offenders. I mean, a lot of these were tabled or they they haven't even been heard in 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 the first committees. But um, it seems like there's this driven idea by the left to totally decriminalize everything making you know some of the worst of the worst live outside among everybody else offending and reoffending and so uh but like you said it's not it's not gaining popularity this is why a lot of them have been tabled there was one bill and i don't know the name of it so you have to forgive me but so i'm just going to kind of describe it but it was for game and fishing meaning like for for like hunting and fishing and on page nine, after this bill discussed like penalties for, you know, fishing or, or hunting outside of, of what is regulated, they start discussing terms to decriminalize, uh, to make a decriminalized platform for pedophilers on like page nine. Have you heard of this bill? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, it was very emotional for the people that were trying to get that bill amended to take that language out. And then you just watch in horror as you have people defending that language and saying why it needs to stay in there. Now, the status of that, I'm not sure where they are because one of the things that they will do is, you know, they can pass a bill, they can amend a bill, they can kill a bill. But it's never over until it's over. Right. At noon on March 20th, we'll know. then we know we're done. Right. But until then, anything can happen. And we have had some very, very odd and strange things happen at the last minute. Some very odd and strange things that happen because if it's any odder or stranger, it ought to come from New Mexico. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> so I just found it particularly like, I mean, I don't want to say offensive because this the show isn't for the easily offended you know but i find it a little offensive that somebody would would game us by putting in language that decriminalizes pedophiles these are individuals in society that harm children under a certain age it's usually like 10 or 12 like they're real kind of small kids they violate them sexually they rape them or they molest them or 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 something like this and yet in this bill they wanted to decriminalize the behavior of of the most horrible monsters known to children. Yes, under the guise of hunting and fishing. And, you know, that's part of the problem. And there are things in place to keep that 
from happening, but they still do it. And it's so disingenuous because it leaves the public even further in the dark when this is a very complicated system to follow anyway. It's no wonder that the people sometimes just say, I don't know, I don't understand what's going on. I guess they're taking care of things. And the business coalition stands up and says, you know, we're going to hold these people accountable. If they've done these horrible things, we're going to remind you next time you go to vote, you need to remember what they're doing when they say they're representing your interests. Oh, yeah, and don't forget, because, you know, New Mexicans are, 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 are sort of um, – uh, guilty of being loyal to a fault. So we should not forget that these representatives that continue to say that they're going to, you know, represent it. And regardless of what side you're on, the, the blue or the red, the R or the D, it's, you know, they're still like the biggest gangs in America. But at the end of the day, whoever is at your door, whoever is sending you mailers, you got to look at them. You got to take a look at what they're doing because the moment they get to where it is that they're going, it's a whole other kind of conversation happening. And oftentimes I have found that the public is left out of those. So your work is super essential, Carla. Thank you for, um, for following all of this. How, um, how can people get involved with your organization? What do you do with your organization? Um, here's your time for a plug. Well, the New Mexico Business Coalition was founded to make New Mexico a better place to live and run a business. And we're different as a business association for two reasons. One is we will hold elected officials accountable. We don't play just so they will like us. We want the voters to know what's going on. Secondly, we encourage individuals to get involved with us. You can go to our website at nmbizcoalition.org, and biz is B-I-Z. Look us up and go there and sign up for our emails, and we will keep you informed about what's going on during the session. We've got almost 900 pieces of legislation that we're watching. Uh, we're testifying, sending letters, and helping people understand what's coming at them like a freight train, and we would encourage you to sign up for our emails and uh, get informed. Absolutely. Sign up for those emails because uh, that's how I found out about all of these. And I got on the on the phone really quick with Carla and I said, hey, be on the show. Let us know what's going on. We got to take a quick break. You're listening to Off the Cuff, ABQ.com. The Real Conference invites women of all ages to attend an encouraging time of worship, teaching, and prayer on Saturday, March 13th at Eastern Hills Baptist Church from 10 a.m. to noon. Leave re-energized and excited about your walk with God. Be equipped with real and practical tools to find hope in whatever you're going through. You don't want to miss this. And the best part is, it's free. All you need to do is register to reserve your spot. www.getrealwithgod.com Everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. And on the line with us is Carla. Carla Sontag. Yes, from New Mexico Business Coalition. Hi, Carla. Hi there. How's it going? <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Thanks for hanging on another segment with us. Um, we pretty much came out of the second segment talking about crime bills and anti-business legislation. So uh, move us into, uh, into what, what's high at the roundhouse. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of high at the Roundhouse, yeah, there are several bills uh, regarding cannabis regulation, and the governor has demanded it be passed, and there are a lot of uh, soldiers up there ready to get it done. Uh, so we understand they've got the numbers to do it if they want to, but what was interesting, it passed the House uh, on a very slim margin, 36 to 33. That's a good sign. Um, we're hoping that the Senate will slow the row a little bit and consider this because we did a four-page research paper. You can get that on our website at nmbizcoalition.org. But let me tell you a couple of things that we found. Tell us. And before I even get into the stats, let me clarify. Okay. Business Coalition is not opposed to marijuana use and cannabis. Okay. Uh, we support medical use. We actually supported the decriminalization of possession of small amounts. Uh, cops honestly weren't enforcing that anyway. If they found somebody with, you know, a single doobie or whatever, they didn't do anything with that. So it was fine for us to take that off the books and not make it a criminal offense if somebody's got a joint. Right. It's not a big okay. deal. You're going to a concert or something, you know? Yeah. But now we're talking about legalizing cannabis for recreational use. We have seen now several states that have done it. So we went back and we looked at what's happening there. First and foremost, our legislators are saying this is a good way to diversify our economy and make a bunch of money. Well, what the other states have found is they're not making as much as they thought they would make, and that money is going into rehab and crime prevention. So they're not really adding much to their budget. It is soaking up all their resources and more to handle what happens. So let me tell you now what happens. First of all, we've got uh, cannabis use in children 12 years and older is up 76% oh, wow. higher in states that have legalized cannabis than in other states. That is particularly troubling because the human brain is not fully functional and formed until about the age of 25. So these kids are really going to be impacted by that. Um, then look at homelessness. New Mexico has the nation's largest percentage increase in homelessness. And that was done by a report by HUD, um, but it has been shown to increase homelessness significantly. Well, I mean, state. yeah, it's like anybody driving around Albuquerque, all you have to do is look around and know that there's uh, the, the amount of homeless people that we have has increased dramatically. Uh, a lot of them are from Colorado because, you know, I used to advocate with uh, to homeless people and stuff. So I kind of know a little bit of what I'm talking about. But uh, the more we make all of these things available and and act as though it's some sort of disability or we just, you know, we're just supposed to have 76 percent of all. What was the age group you said over 12 or under 12 or yeah 12 years and older yeah 12 years and old you know older 76 percent increase what we just have a generation that that's stoned all day it's crazy and I'm not necessarily for or against you know marijuana I don't think that it should be legalized uh, you know anywhere uh, in New Mexico except for that of of medical marijuana because 
because there's already these people on the outside and they're all looking at New Mexico. They're like vultures. They're like the moment that legislation passes, we're going to parachute in. We're going to open up a shop and we're going to have a lot of money to do it because we've been keeping an eye on New Mexico for a long time. So really, it's not even going to provide a bunch of jobs uh, or prosperity for New Mexicans. It's just we're, you know, we're going to have to put up with the with the downfall, with the fallout. Look at Colorado. I mean, it, I mean, it's fun on a Saturday night, but but try walking around there Monday through Thursday. <laughs> it, it's not your type of city, you know? Be- That's right. And, you know, to that point, they have found in states that have legalized it, the black market has actually increased. See, they, they're saying, oh, this will stop drug trafficking. It's actually increased it because criminals have found, and the drug cartels in particular, that it's easy to undercut the state licensed sellers and so it increases the black market and in some of these states they're doing uh, black market growth and sales right in broad daylight where anybody can find them and they just do it until they get caught and move to a new location so we're not going to help our drug scene and crime here and it could get worse i think the biggest thing and all of these stats that i'm giving you they're all documented they're in that report and you can find where i got the information i'm not just making this stuff no up. yeah no we believe you carla this is why we called out to you you've been a huge advocate in the in uh in the community i think i first met you i'm not sure where but i want to say it was at at the santa fe roundhouse uh more than a few years ago and you just had boots on the ground trying to figure out what was going on and I've always appreciated people that, um, that, well, that do what they say they're going to do, <laughs> and you do. So ha- hats off to you. Obviously, your work is essential, and we appreciate this conversation about, um, about can- well, some say cannabis, some say marijuana. It depends what side of the river you're on. I live on that side of the river, so we say marijuana, but same thing, uh, more or less, anyways. Um, so you know, and I've always called it that too. The only reason I'm referring to it as cannabis is because that's how they have all the bills. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. And so if people want to look it up, if you look up marijuana, you're not going to. You're not going to find if it. You look up cannabis. You can find all the bills that are addressing that issue. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So what else is happening, Carla? Give us another plug. Where Where can we find you? Yes, you can find us on the web at nmbizcoalition.org. You can call us anytime, 836-4223. That's in Albuquerque, your 505 number. And we love to get people involved. What you're doing is very important because you're helping people understand. And, we, you know, God bless you for the work that you're doing. Your work is just as important because what I'm doing is, you know, it's great, and we're fighting the fight, but if we don't get the word to the, the citizens of our state, then it's all a moot point, right? So thank you for what you're doing to help people understand. Aw, thank you, Carla. That, uh, that means a whole bunch because, you know, today's day three uh, for us on the job, so this is literally our third show. Um, you are, I think you're our second guest. Yeah. Wow. So, so congratulations, and thanks for answering the call. So have you ever heard of the song Mari Mari Wanna Boogie? So this is kind of what it reminds me of the legislatures out there. It goes, Mari Mari Wanna, Mari Mari Wanna Boogie. So we got to keep an eye on these bills because they're not necessarily for the prosperity of all New Mexicans. Um, and, and it could be detrimental to a lot of things. It's just going to cause an influx of, of an overburden. 
I think. So, well, thank you, Carla. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure talking with you, and good luck in your show. I think it's wonderful that you're doing this, and thanks for keeping people informed. Yes, thank you, thank you, and uh, we hope to have you back on the air soon. Probably after March 20th, find yes. out what the downfall was. Oh, yes, yes, March, 20, uh, March 20th, let's book Carla real uh, nice and quick because we're going to need to know everything that, that happened, and then we'll book her 1201, 1201, yeah. as soon as the legislative <laughs> session ends. You'll be on. <laughs> so you guys, uh, you're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Dinah Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. And we had in studio with us Carla Sontag Sontag from New Mexico Business Coalition uh, we'll be right back after these messages don't let the cost of advertisement hold you back off the cuff Albuquerque supports local artists whether you are a solo artist or in a band one of the best ways to get your music out there is to get it played on the radio for more information visit www offthecuff.com. That's www.offthecuff.com. Hi, my name is Christina. And I'm Kenneth Garza, and we are the founders of the Cherub Initiative, a nonprofit organization. We help abortion-minded women choose life with alternative resources away from abortion. Find out more about us at cherubinitiative.epizy.com, and remember to click the donate button. Again, that is cherubinitiative.epizy.com. Preserving life, one baby at a time, Saving lives one mom at a time. The Real Conference invites women of all ages to attend an encouraging time of worship, teaching, and prayer on Saturday, March 13th at Eastern Hills Baptist Church from 10 a.m. to noon. Leave re-energized and excited about your walk with God. Be equipped with real and practical tools to find hope in whatever you're going through. You don't want to miss this. And the best part is, it's free. All you need to do is register to reserve your spot. www.getrealwithgod.com Everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. I'm Dinah Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. And we are your host here on Off the Cuff ABQ. We're exclusively aired on KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. And that's exactly where you could find us at 96.9 FM, 700 AM, or on offthecuffabq.com. And we're Monday through Friday, 3 to 4 PM. In, a, in other words, we have weekends off. So. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was trying, you know, trying to remember some stuff that we did until we got to this point of being on the radio again. But I was remembering, Diane, remember when we were uh, doing the art project and I went up and down Central? I asked uh, 11 business owners to join me in the lawsuit to stop the art project, which art stands for Albuquerque Rapid Transit. It has nothing to do with paintings. But, yeah, they joined I us. Remember. Yeah, I remember I told them it's going to kill your small businesses. They're trying to get rid of small businesses on Central especially. So we started up a lawsuit called Bus Stop to try to stop the art project from actually going through. And I remember putting up signs, and that's where I met you, and you came out and helped me put up signs and talk to the business owners and get the lawsuit organized and on and on and on. But I remember distinctly telling all the people that joined the lawsuit, the 11 business owners. Now, you guys, I'm going to be the mouthpiece. I'm going to go up to the city council today on Tuesday. We're going to tell them why it's not going to benefit us, why we don't want it. We don't want to pay for it. We don't want to be involved in it. We want our Route 66 exactly like it is. And all these people come, yeah, yeah, we're going to join you. We'll be there. We'll stand by you, you know. So I march up 
Tuesday for city council my little paperwork and I tell them how offensive it is, how it's going to kill small businesses, how we don't want it, how they're underestimating the price and everything that I had said on the lawsuit. And I stand there and I told them when I go up there, you guys be behind me, stand a big old crowd and say, yeah, what she said, you know, we don't want our businesses taken away and whatever. So I go up there with this big speech and I'm all brave and yelling at city council and saying, do your job and on and on. I will be the people. And I turn around to, for my 11 followers, my, the people on the lawsuit and who's back there, Dinah with her little American flag <laughs> saying, yeah, what she said. Yeah. <laughs> And that's, yeah. that's where it is. People, you know, you can drag a horse to water, but you can't make him drink it. You have to stand up for yourself. We can tell you what's going on. We can, you know, explain to you what the legislature is doing, what your, what your representatives are doing, because I refuse to call them leaders. They're not leaders. They're your representatives, but they're not doing a good job at all. Well, they're, uh, it's, it's one-sided representation. So on the forefront, it's like, hey, I'm about faith, family, freedom. Meanwhile, they go down over there. They, 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 cause, they, they pass all these anti-business laws, uh, these crime bills that, that decriminalize pedof pedophilia, pedophilers, really? Like, yeah. Like this is it. I mean, this is, this is the big move for the day for government is to, to decriminalize uh, pedophilia. Well, everything they're doing, you know, decriminalize the police. Who's going to take care of you? When Radical you... late-term abortion. Everything. Like, they're so un-American. I can't believe everything that they're passing. But the worst thing, I think, is all the un-American things, trying to take away your guns and, you know, taking your right, freedom of speech, you know, the number one on the Constitution, and, of course, your guns to protect yourself. If you are, if they take your guns from you and only the criminal have guns, where does that leave you? I know it's sort of like one of those moments in the Constitution when they're like, when government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish such government, laying its foundation That's upon right. new government. Mm -hmm. But not everybody obviously follows the rules. So Obviously. obviously. I've always said, why are they trying to take your guns and control of your guns? And it's because they're afraid of what you're going to do to them because of what they, you know. That sounds crazy. It is crazy, and it's it totally insane. Crazy. And we have to have more control of who we're putting in office because every, every, if you look at the at the voting records, you'll find out who's voting against you. And it's the NMLEG. Uh, you, you'll find it right there. That's all you have to type in on your head or on your computer. People know how to find stuff. They know how to find stuff. In case it, they it's don't. a big excuse. It's mm -hmm. a big excuse. If you want to find something and you can't find it, go find it. Because when you phone, when you want to find something, you'll find it. When you want to see something, you'll see it. Mm -hmm. Just go see it. I mean, I can see what's happening from here. Drinks on the house. And and you know they're so big anyway. Like the the bills could be pages and pages long, and they can sneak in anything in there. Anything. Look at page nine. Exactly. Pa page nine of the fish, fish and gaming. gaming. Like it's literally about fishing like fishing like and at a gaming. pond right mm -hmm. um like fish hooking something and and gaming like hunting and so on page nine it, this huge process begins to de decriminalize um the the pedophiles yes and well human trafficking the biggest everything. monster to our children here in new mexico we're going to just what, what, give them a slap on the wrist and be like, <sighs> don't do it again. Stop it. You know what left me dazed and confused? It was two women that snuck it in there. Women. Women. I think one of them was Andrea Romero. And I forget who the other one was, but there was two women, Bass, B-A-S-S. Who would, women would want to protect someone that would hurt children? Exactly. I mean, what, we're just going to offer up our children now to monsters or what? We're just going to freely, what, buy into this idea that... 
it's okay that our children live dead last, that they're they're in extreme poverty, that they're they're the worst educated, that they're the first to be aborted, not not just at the one or two months, but I'm talking like up to the day of birth. That's a seven pound, eight pound baby. Mm-hmm. Poof. New Mexico is known for their violence towards children. One minute they were alive, and the next minute they were gone. They were gone in a second. In a second. Yeah. Whether you're talking about full-term abortion, whether you're talking about Victoria Martins, whether you're talking about any other subject um, dealing with children. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened? Like, I thought we well, what happened to us as a society champion, being champions for children? Exactly. It doesn't happen. You're supposed to take care of your little ones and your older people. That's just the way we were brought as conservatives. Seriously. This is why I say we've been conservative all our life. We've been taught that. You take care of your children till they're able to take care of themselves. And when your parents are failing, you rush in and take care of them because they took care of you. But liberals don't believe like that. It's like, put them to sleep like a dog if they're old, you know. Mm-hmm. Kill them before they're born and get them out of your hair. And put them outside in the back in the shack. Or in the shed, whatever, the shack, the shed. <laughs> Some of these things are hard to swallow, what's mm-hmm. going on in the legislature. But like I said, we have to keep remembering that they are our representatives. Well, what I still can't get, I mean, I can get over it, but I'm just still amazed that there's a fence, there's a barrier mm-hmm. around around the roundhouse mm-hmm. but they don't want one and border. each one of them at least democrats mm-hmm. are are screaming no border no wall mm-hmm. but yet they put a barrier between us and our own government yes. located in in the capital of new mexico which is santa fe which is north of albuquerque i mean it's right there mm-hmm. it has a big star on the map it's a capital it's a capital Yes, but we have to watch who we're asking to represent us. And, you know, I know that a lot of people say, well, I'm a diehard Democrat. Well, so was I. But if How I come am, you were a Democrat? Well, because my grandpa was. Stop it. Well, who else? And then my, my dad. My great-grandfather owned a Chevy. <laughs> my my grandpa owned a Chevy. My dad owned a Chevy. I owned, I owned a, Chevy. a Chevy. And please, God, please let my son own a Chevy. <laughs> Basically the same thing. Basically the same thing. But, you know, I, I still have to honor the old Democrats that, you know, that stood. They believed in what they believed, but they don't believe in this. They don't believe in killing right. the babies. They don't believe in taking away your First Amendment, your Second Amendment, changing the 25th to suit them and it, it's been going on way too long new mexico it, it's been going on way too long when are you going to stand up and say let's see who's going to really represent us and if they don't fire them get rid of them isn't that what they do if you're working and you're not doing your job or just don't say anything like forget about posting on facebook about how horrible it is or on twitter or whatever other platform that will essentially censor you and and de-platform you um unless you're willing to do something then what's the point? It takes so little. It's just change your vote. We're not asking you know, not asking you to change the world to come well, up. Well, you know? that you know, that actually is obviously a tough a tougher job than meets the eye. I mean, just take a look at my election. I mean, I lost. I thought I was I like I thought I was gonna win. I was sure you're gonna win. I mean, I was positive I was gonna win. Even even the little boy of Terra's and Bud's, he said <laughs> he said, How did you lose? He said everybody was honking and waving okay. at us at yeah. our camp because we were out there. Yeah. yeah, and then I was just like, yeah, I know. I'm not too sure what happened. So it it's it's a lot harder than than what it seems like to change people, not their mindset, because in our mind we're conservative, but to change their party affiliation. And then because 2020 was such a hot uh, and emotionally charged election, everybody was just like voter habit. Unless something happened behind the scenes that was 
Like what's happening now, you mean? I don't know. Maybe it's just another glitch. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Seems very, very complicated. It is very complicated. So, we... if, yeah. So, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to KDAZ 96.9, 700 AM. Uh, and you can find us at offthecuffabq.com. We're just in our fourth segment. Uh, and uh, we're on our third show. And so, if you'd like to visit us on Off the Cuff ABQ, there's a bunch of things that, that you can, that's user-friendly, that's interactive. Tell us about it. Well, our website is offthecuffabq.com. On the very top of the page, you'll see all the little buttons that says listen live and uh, be a guest and advertise with us. There's all sorts of buttons up there. It's very user-friendly, so uh, you can give us a shout-out there. You can advertise. There's a lot of interesting things. Please look it up. It's really a good website. Speaking of shout-outs, uh, shout we got our first shout-out from Sharfi uh, down in the South Valley. It's called Black Mesa Barbecue. What's up, Sharfi? Thanks for utilizing uh, that portion of the website. We appreciate it. Uh, like giving you a shout out. But also, we got a response from somebody who wants to be a guest on this show. So we're in communications with that person and one other person who 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 phoned in and has a whistleblower story coming out of Hobbs, New Mexico. As it pertains to, is it CYDF? I can never get the acronym correct. Is it CYDF? Or is Children it youth CYFD? CYFD. <laughs> I have to say the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> so there's, there's um, some sort of whistleblower um, a lawsuit going on in regards to them, obviously pertaining to New Mexico children again. And so they've reached out. So we got people reaching out. So now's a good time. If you think you have a story and, uh, and, and it's worth uh, newsworthy newsworthy or or worth sharing on fm radio please give us a call because we would love to consider it we are about new mexico new mexicans we are a localized platform which means that we're going to highlight new mexicans um at, uh, uh from the lowest ranking all the way up to the highest ranking. That's so, right. And yeah. You know, we want to uh, also tempt you and let you know that we have some guests, uh, special guests coming. We have Gerald Loeb. He's in New Mexico. Tell us about him. He's oh, funny. he's a novelist from New Mexico, and I love him. He is hysterically funny. He tells you exactly the way it is. It was so much humor, you can't get mad. You have to laugh. And sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night over something I read that he said, and it, I just crack up laughing. He's a, he's a riot, but he'll be on the show, and you're going to love him. So you think about him in the middle of the night? All the time yeah <laughs> that's for you gerald <laughs> all right so we're gonna try and get him on the show um we, we're having a little bit of communication he apparently has this like big blocker system of spam mail so we sent an email and the program i guess read us to be spam but we're not spam well and and he's on one of those lists he's a total conservative yeah. he's a new mexican a diehard new mexican he loves he's new super mexico. funny he's super he, funny he, yeah so he'll be on the air yeah and so um and soon i hope mm -hmm. very soon mm -hmm. and who else do we have okay so we got a couple of artists so check this out so on friday show we're calling this freestyle friday so on friday we're going to just kind of um, we're just going to have fun on the mics. It's it's going to look different every Friday. But for sure, this Friday, we have a local rapper from Westgate, uh, North Valley area. I know it's two separate areas, but that's just where he defines he's from. His name is Dino, and he's a local rapper. He has a song. We're going to uh, debut it on radio and then obviously feature it on offthecuffabq.com. So a bunch of exciting things are, are up and coming and so you, if you're a New Mexico artist and you wrote some of your music, we'd love to hear from you. We are actually featuring New Mexico artists, so 
pay attention and if you know somebody let them know that we're available for that and we are featuring all new mexico artists musicians and anyone new mexican anybody newsworthy if you think you're worth it come on up just kidding so yeah so this is day uh three on the job again um we crossed the finish line on monday we're ex- super excited to join the ranks of conservative talk radio uh, the, uh, there's not another conservative talk radio like us out there. So please share us with your friends and family. Um, reach out to us again, visit our website. I'm going to say it. I'm going to give us another plug off the cuff, abq.com. And there you can, uh, you can listen live. You can be a guest. You can, you can be a sponsor. And if you're really serious, you, uh, well, you'd advertise with us. It's real kind of simple. And then we'd enter into a a more official relationship. That's but in, right. But anyways. So put 96.9 as one of your te- uh, full-time buttons, not a temporary. Right. You're going to want to hear everything we have to say. Everything we're going to have to say, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. So we're drawing towards the end of our hour, and I have no idea what time it is. So it looks like we got a minute left to go. Sponsors. Um, sponsors. Let's yeah. get to our sponsors. For sure. Uh, we have some sponsors. And, you know, when you advertise with us, this is what you get. Uh, we're, we want to give a shout out and to our sponsor at Semco in Belen. Uh, Ty and Neil, thank you so much. And Cheer Up Initiatives. They're always a good team. And The Real Conference. Yes. Thank all of you. Thank all of our listeners. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Don't forget to go to the web, off the cuff, abq.com. Click on one of the links there. Get a hold of us. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, uh, we'll see you same time, same place tomorrow. Don't go anywhere. And I'm Stella Padilla. And I'm Diana Vargas. Thank you for joining us. See you tomorrow. Bye.